Hello and welcome to episode 197 of This Happened Last Week with Rory O'Hanlon. It's January the 28th, 2022. That was a very quick, quick opening. I was like, fuck, I have to do this as quick as I can. It's like when someone says, we're having sex. Like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, let's, let's go, let's go. Let's go. But uh, this is um, 197, I think. I keep for I need to change that actually. I should really just go. This happened last week, rather than putting actual dates on it. Because I said last week, <laughs> last week was one hundred ninety six. But I said I don't know. Anyway, let's fucking let's crack let's crack on with the show. So um, hello and welcome to this happened last week with Irish comedian Rory O'Hanlon. Things are good. It's uh, it's fucking freezing though. That's the big thing, isn't it? My God. Well, it's, it's um, UK freezing, I presume, in, in fucking America or something. It's minus 10 or something. I always wonder when... I, I, used, to, I always used to wonder why... Uh, if you ever look at New York stand-ups, they're all wearing, like... <laughs> it's like they're going skiing when they're doing a gig. They have uh, parkers on and hoods on and gloves. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Then you realise it's minus 10, but... Um, Things are, things are great. Things are always great, aren't they? Are you ever really going to tell people things are shit? You don't want to tell someone because even if some, even if you're, um, like, even if even if if things are shit, do you know? Do you ever talk to someone and they tell you things are shit? You're just going. It's it's pretty draining listening to someone telling you things are shit. Like even if it's a very good friend of yours, you go, this guy never fucking stops moaning. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's tough. As they say, misery loves company, man. There are times in your life where I've definitely experienced this when someone just starts moaning and then you're the, then you just... I think moaning is addictive, really, isn't it? Because if someone starts moaning to you, then you just start... It's like... It's like, um, it's like just opening... Um, turning on the tap. You just go, yeah, yeah, wait, I'll tell you what happened to me last night. da 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 I guess, um, who was I fucking, on social media, if you go on, social media is, is, it's fucking bananas, isn't it? Like, Instagram is, Instagram's all about showing off, really, isn't it? It's like, you know, a lot of self-help on Instagram, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of fucking tops off and everything's great and blah 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 and then you have Twitter which is just Twitter is more political maybe it's the algorithm that I'm on that I'm getting all that's that's why I'm getting all this this bollocks on my uh, feed but the best the best is TikTok fucking hell <laughs> I only discovered I'm on TikTok I put up comedy clips it's all I put up and uh a few, a few funny little things that, you know... Apparently on TikTok, the less you put up, the funnier you are. And I mean, the time... So, for example, if you put up a two-minute video on TikTok, you're better off putting up a, a fucking 15-second video. So, basically, people can handle you for, like, four or five seconds before they just go, what's, what's next, what's next? But, you can go live on TikTok... And uh, you can go live on all these, on, on, you can go live on everything. You can go live on um, 
Instagram, you can go live on Facebook. It takes a lot of confidence to go live, I think. Not a lot of confidence, but you can't go live if nothing, if no one's, if no one's watching it. If you, if you go, I'm going live, and then no one's watching it, then you're just a spa. Seriously. Then you're just on TikTok with, with um, I don't know if you can say spa anymore. You can't say spa, it's very offensive to, to, to people. But, um, yeah, so you're just like, I'm going live, guys, and it's just you with a camera way too close to your face. When someone goes live, it's like literally you can see everything, every crevice of the thing. But anyway, coming back to going live on TikTok, where was I the other day? And uh, oh yeah, I had to um, I was I had to go into central London for uh, to get a prostitute. Now I had to go into central London to do something that was personal, so I'm not telling people on the internet what I was doing. But anyway, so I'm coming back and I'm I'm just on TikTok, blah blah. blah. And you can go, you can, um, if you hit a certain button, it's just everyone, on, everyone's just live. It's loads of people on live. And you have literally, obviously you've heard of OnlyFans. OnlyFans is where you subscribe to a person's channel. And uh, it's a lot of girls on it. And they do, um, they put up naked pictures, fucking boobs out, whatever. I haven't gone into it. I haven't, um, I haven't, uh, I haven't paid to watch. I haven't done it. I just haven't subscribed to someone. I heard uh, someone do a really good joke about it, like putting fucking paying. You know what I mean? I'm not even telling the joke because it's not my joke. But anyway, so uh, on TikTok, there's just these girls on TikTok going live, right? The fucking best, the funniest thing I saw was this girl, a Russian girl, and uh, she's on a train, I'm guessing it's a train, she's on public transport, and she has a jumper on, and she's just feeling her boob from the outside on the jumper going, oh, feel my boob, oh, send me money, send. and it's, it's like if you see, uh, like it's popping, her on live stream is fucking popping, so... Uh, you just see all these little hearts going bing, 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 bing. <clears throat> and you can send these girls uh, you can send these girls money you send them money on the on the chat like but she's not even doing anything she's literally on a fucking a train during the day feeling her uh, feeling her jumper on the outside and she's going god how perverse are these people not the girl, the girl, whatever the girl's doing, it's pretty pathetic if that's what you do for a living, like, you know? Like, what do you do for, what do you work as? I'm, um, I rub my boobs on public transport for teen, I don't even know if it's teenagers, I doubt it's teen, there's no way teen, like, teenagers don't have, I don't know if they've got money, do teenagers have money to send these girls fucking, like, Jesus, you're, I, you're, I think, you know, Social, uh, so um, any self help guru that you listen to online or whatever, they'll always say to you, you know, you got to appreciate what you have, you know, um, what's the word? Fucking, I can't remember the word. <laughs> I can't remember the word, but, but I mean, you got to appreciate what you have, and blah 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 blah. I guess um, you must appreciate the fact that you don't get off on this shit. That that's not the thing that rocks your, uh, that gets you going, like, 
It must be a nightmare if that. Like, blokes and feet. Girls are making money off their feet. Girls are selling um, flip-flops to blokes and shit. Fucking hell. I was talking to a comedian last um, last weekend. I uh, Friday, I, I did this gig in uh, Aylesbury, which is... I, was, I, I had no gig. Then I got a late gig and um, from a promoter, which I was delighted about. Initially, he told me it was in Swindon. I was going, fuck. I don't know if you've been to Swindon. Swindon is... It's very hard to explain how depressing Swindon is. There's a gig that happens in Swindon. There's a gig that goes that's on in Swindon on a Tuesday night. And uh, it's in a, a bingo hall. And the bingo hall holds maybe... It's a massive big old hall. It's fucking huge. And... Um, the gig... The gig is upstairs in the sort of balcony area of this venue. And it's just... The, it's possibly the worst gig in the fucking country. It's not, I'd, say it's the, I'd say it's one of the worst gigs in the world. Not even the country. I'd say the world. Um, and fuck, it's in Swindon. So I think I've got PTSD that... I did it for the first time about six years ago. And um, I'm going to lift off a comedian who at the time was going through a very... Going through um, mental health problems. So... <clears throat> Uh, he drove me down, which is great. There's nothing like getting into a car with someone who's suffering from mental health problems. That's what you want to do. Is there someone who's fucking... So you want to go for a spin with someone who's having a fucking nervous breakdown. I sure... There's telltale signs when you should avoid a situation. One of, one of them is rubbish. If someone's... If, someone, if you go back to it... I remember going, going to a girl's house a long time ago and uh, just the once... And the house is a shithole. That should be enough for you to go, I don't want to get involved in this. I can't, um, I'm not staying here tonight. Fuck the place is like a crack den. It's like something you'd see uh, in fucking, you know, it's something like you'd see in CSI fucking New York or something. That's, it's, it's like when you get into, I used to work as a, as a <clears throat> back in the day I used to work as a car, selling cars. It was legit, like it wasn't like a fucking dodgy UK um, or a, uh, second hand car salesman it was in a proper garage blah 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 but when someone would come in to if someone was coming in to buy a car they, they obviously have to trade it well not obviously but some of them would trade in their old car and you can tell an awful lot about somebody when you see their car like I'm not joking you man sometimes you go to a car and you'd open the door and there would just be shit everywhere in the car like fucking newspapers Um Empty bottles, cans, like, you wouldn't believe it to be fucking clothes in their car. And I was, I was going like, I couldn't get my head around going, who fucking brings in a car that you're trying to get money for? And the car is just like, the car's like a fucking tip with wheels on it. But, so when I was getting the lift down to uh, Swindon with this fellow comedian, when I got into the front of his car, it was a, it was a, a, a mini a fucking mini, the new type mini, and uh, there must have been twenty five cans of empty cans of, of Coke Zero in the front of the car. 
Like I'm not joking. It was it was embarrassing, and he's trying to clean it up. Like and you know, <clears throat> you're in a mini. Where can you put these cans? You can't like lift them out and put them in the glove box. And we drove down to. We were late then, and we drove down to Swindon in this car. And I don't know if you've ever been in a mini. They're too small. You're lit. It's did we describe a mini? It's it's like being on a. Um, it's like being on a fucking tray. Seriously, it's like being on a tray, on, on like a, a sledge. You're that fucking. You're literally seeing every bump in the road. So to drive for two and a half hours to swing them with this lunatic in the car, who's telling me I'm not even going to tell you, just telling me all mad shit, and I'm just going, oh my god. So and then we get to do the gig. The gig was just like ugh, and that's why when anyone says to me. Mention Swindon. I, I just all I can think about was that experience and that gig, and I'm just going fuck. But anyway, so I didn't go to Swindon. The gig that I was supposed to go to Swindon was actually in Aylesbury, which is in um, I don't know where. It's in Buckinghamshire. Sounds nice. It's just grand. It's not fucking Buckinghamshire. I'm sure is, is is fantastic. It's where David Beckham had Beckingham Palace, and I think people just attach Buckinghamshire to Buckingham Palace. And think, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I'm sure there's a lovely part. There's lovely parts everywhere. But anyway, so I was talking to this dude, and I'm talking about fetishes. And he was telling me he wants to do this piece of material about uh, he was uh, he was in a gay bar in somewhere in Manchester or something like that, and it was a leather bar actually. <clears throat> and he said, "This dude's." Dressed up in leather gear, you know, fucking. But they were wearing leather um, masks and shit. And he goes, one of them thought one of them was into being a dog. Imagine that, like, that's what he gets off on, pretending he's a dog. So the guy's like, not only does he pretend he's a dog, he's on all fours, and one of his mates is bringing him around the room on a leash. You're just going, fucking hell. <clears throat> Gratitude, that's the word I was looking for on. So imagine that's your that's your fetish. And he said that uh the guy was the, they were all getting food. I think he worked in this place, but they were all getting food and uh when they brought the food out to the guy when they brought the food out to the guy who was pretending he was a dog, he ate the food in a bowl. <laughs> Using not but the one thing he said that annoyed him was no, no, he, but he used a knife and fork. Like, what dog... You're either a dog or you're not, like... What dog uses a knife and fork? Maybe dogs now in the... In, the, um, in 2022, because dogs now, man, it's a fucking joke. But how people treat their dogs now is bananas. Back in the day, their dog used to sleep in the garden. If you... We had a dog, a Labrador, and he used to sleep in our back garden. No, we didn't. He used to sleep in the kitchen. But... Um, he used to shit in the back garden. He had to go out to the back garden to take a shit. And my job was to, this is before, this is the pre-bag days. The pre-dog, the, 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 the pre-shit. Like, back in the day, you used to see shit on the ground everywhere. Remember shit in the ground? There was shit everywhere. The parks, everywhere. You'd stand in dog shit every time you left the gaff. Nowadays, which is fantastic, people actually pick the dog shit up Put it in the bag. I don't know if I'd be into that though. I, I, I bet you someone gets their kicks from that. What are you into? Oh, I love picking up dog shit. Ugh. 
Can't get enough of it, man. Picking up dog shit and pretending I'm a dog is what I get my rocks off on. But um, but nowadays with dogs, like you couldn't have your dog sleeping in the back garden. For, for starters, the dog would make. When we got our for, we got our dog. We put him in the shed. It was a boiler house more than a shed, and um, he was just <laughs> for like fucking the whole night. He was doing that shit. And one of the neighbours from around, from around, a neighbour actually called into the house going, hey, what is going on with your dog? Blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> we had to bring the dog into the house and then he's just slept in the kitchen for the next fucking 15 years. But if you told someone now, if you were chatting away to someone and they said, how are you, Gretchen? Oh, we got a puppy. Oh, did you? Did you rescue him? Everyone rescues their dogs now. We adopted. It's a bit much, isn't it? We adopted our dog. Did you really adopt him? Seriously. I saw, I was watching, um, I think Americans are the problem, aren't they? They come, everything comes from America. All the kind of woke culture comes from America. All the fucking nonsense in the world originates in America. I was watching a podcast. I was watching a, supposed to be a comedy podcast, but the American comedy podcast, I don't know what's going on in America with comedy podcasts. For one, they go on too long. Fucking, the Joe Rogan podcast is hilarious. Do you know what's hilarious with the Joe Rogan podcast? How much hassle it's causing in the world. It's so fucking funny. Joe Rogan had, what's his name on, um, Jordan Peterson the other day. I don't know, I, I think they know what they're talking about. I don't think Jordan Peterson does, because Jordan, if you don't know who Jordan Peterson is, he's a, he's a Canadian, uh, He's a psychologist. He's a very intelligent guy. Really intense. Um, I think he's gone a bit mental. He wore a tuxedo on the Joe Rogan podcast. Bit weird, isn't it? Just a bit, like. And he's had... But what I do like about him is that he shuts down the whole kind of... The whole kind of... um, Woke, nonsense fucking agenda. Not... I'm sure some parts of woke culture are, 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 um, you know, are necessary, whatever the hell. But some of it is fucking garbage. But every time Joe Rogan nowadays, which see Joe Rogan is calling out all the main, um, the main TV networks like CNN and all this because they're just filling it. CNN and Fox News both fill the world with bullshit, and then these guys just call it out, and more people are watching the podcasts. More people are watching are watching and listening to podcasts now, like Joe Rogan or whoever, Tim Dillon and all these guys, American guys. But uh, four and a half hours. Who's got time to listen to fucking Joe Rogan for four and a half hours? Are these people not working? Seriously. If you think about that, that's like literally, you know, getting up at nine o'clock. Or not getting, yeah, getting up at nine o'clock, putting on Joe Rogan's podcast. And um, at half twelve, we're finishing, and then you go. All oh, right, I better, I better, I better head off to work now. I've just listened to four and a half hours of the Joe Rogan podcast. But I was listening to another American podcast. I don't know. It's again it pops up on YouTube. You end up fucking, you end up watching it. But this guy was talking about adopting a cat, and you just go, oh, "Come on, man, please, you're a grown man." And you're adopting. He's a straight man. Not like he's a grown straight man in his forties, 
talking about adopting a cat. Oh my God, how the world has changed. Seriously. My Elfla, right, was born in 19... I think it was 1939 or something. Like, that's like fucking... It's nearly 100 years ago. He's, he's no longer... My dad passed away um, in 20, 20 odd years ago. But... Could you imagine that generation of man? Like, there's still... There's still people uh, knocking around that, that knew that of... Like, you know, a man in his 70s. If you met an Irish man in his 70s, mid-70s, even an Irish man in his fucking 60s, who would have, who would have worked, you know, in the 1970s, 80s, 90s, maybe retired in the noughties or whatever. Imagine asking him. These men of 45 had families. That, like, they had fucking... I'd say the world has, has dramatically changed, isn't it, really? How, like... Well, my Elfler was 42. He had four kids. His own, he was working for himself. He was obviously married. He was, um, you know, had a house. Fucking putting kids through school, paying for schools, blah, 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 blah. Could you imagine if he came home one day and said, Mary, that's my mother's name. Mary, I'm thinking of adopting a cat. Seriously. <laughs> Why Mary? Mary and Mary were my parents' name. Is there any, that's bananas, isn't it? Mary and Mary. They were meant to be together. I was talking to my mother the other day, actually, and uh, my parents met when my mother was doing her leaving certificate. And he was doing his... I don't know, yeah, they were both doing their leaving cert, which is the, the equivalent of A-levels in England or whatever Americans do. SATs. And uh, they met each other when they were 18. Um, I don't know what you... They met each other when they were 18. I think my mother would have been... Probably 23 when they got married. And then they, they lived their whole life together. And uh, man, isn't it? That's what it was. That's what it was like back then, though. Everyone just got married to some fucking geezer that they met. There was none of this shit about let's take a break. There's none of this like fucking around on apps. There was none of this. Um, I think I'm bi. I'm but I'm polyamorous. Like there was none of that shit going on back in the day. People met each other, they got married, they had kids, and they fucking stayed together, end of. Like, I only, I only real, I only found out what, um, I only found out what separation was when they met English people. I remember meeting English people when I was, when I used to go on holidays with my parents, I was about 15, first time I met English people. And it was like meeting people that were from a fucking TV show. But who you on holidays with, like, oh, I'll meet my stepdad, and I'll meet my mum's best friend. Who, what, what? fuck is going on here I'm with my I remember meeting like 13 year old kids English kids they'd be smoking and shit man you got out tonight will we yeah I've been out for dinner with your mum and dad I'm fucking 12 seriously yeah mate we might go out for a few beers go down the club I'm going what you're 13 what club are you going to like is this fucking <laughs> is this the kids club no, these, these guys were going to a nightclub but um and English people all, they were all about the fucking, every English person I've met actually, you meet any English person, <clears throat> very rarely will they not have a stepbrother. I don't know why, I don't know, maybe it's because they're not, they're not um, good people. Maybe that's what it is, I don't know. I think um, Catholics do stand, tend to stay together for a longer period of time. I, don't know, I, I remember as a kid in school, I don't know, anyone who, if someone got separated, in school, when you were kids, it was just like, what? They did what? I have to go talk to a priest. I have to tell someone about this bizarre situation. I, because I don't know when divorce uh, 
When did divorce come into Ireland? That did, there was a referendum for it. This is the hole that the Catholic Church has on Ireland. No, it's not so much now because people are just like, fuck off. Divorce in Ireland. Divorce in Ireland. I'm guessing... I'm guessing 1988. Boom. The Republic of Ireland grants divorce for the first time following it. Oh, I was wrong. 1995 referendum. In 1986, the Irish government put the issue up for a nationwide referendum. 63.5% people voted against it. Imagine. Imagine. The law allowing legal separation. The, uh, the first divorce in Ireland happened in... Uh, I think it was 1995. The, in 1995, the referendum only legalised divorces in cases where couples have been separated for at least four years. Imagine. So you have to be separated for four years before you get a divorce. You have to prove you hate each other. You can't just be leaving her now and getting divorced for a year. You have to leave her for four years or leave him for four years. But uh, yeah, man, Ireland's a different country. And English people are, I got married twice yesterday, mate. I'm not even into the bitch. But, um, yeah, fucking hell. But, yeah. So what I'm trying to say, but I, I don't know what he wanted to talk. Yeah. So now dudes in their 40s are adopting a cat. I, I, you know, I don't know if this guy's got friends or someone needs to pull him aside. and go, dude, what are you doing? You're adopting a cat. What the fuck, man? You used to, I remember you used to do cocaine and go to fuck yeah and have one night stands with people. You know, you were into heavy metal music growing up and now you're adopting a cat. How has this happened though? How have we ended up in the situation where so many people are not married, can't afford a house, no one can afford a house. Unless you're living in fucking Wales. I don't know anyone who can afford a house. But how do you afford a house in London? No one can. The only people who buy houses in London are rich people whose parents have helped them out. It's always, you, you, any, anyone I know who's bought a gaff in London, it's always, yeah, my father had a, um, I remember I was talking to someone and they were going, yeah, my grandfather invested shares for me when I was three. And they came to fruition when I was 25 and I bought a house. And I go, really? Fuck, you know, my grandfather never worked. I didn't think he had a job. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I don't know. You want a cat? Just go get a cat. Do you really need to adopt one? And like, ugh. and when you go to pick up the cat, like, is the cat in a little? You know, <laughs> do you have to get like a certificate? I adopted fucking Whiskers on the fifth of April, two thousand and twenty-one. But like, there's good loads of cats out there. Cats are just like vroom, they're out the door. You don't even need to adopt a cat. You just take one of your take your neighbor's cat. If you want a cat. All you really need to do is uh, buy cat food. Ha! They'll fucking come, they'll find you. Buy cat food. If you want a cat, right, and you live in a house, get a little bowl, put cat food in it, and leave it outside your house for about a week. You'll get cats calling onto your gaff. And then eventually what you do is, I, I haven't done this before, but I'm just telling you what you should do if you, if you, if you want to get a cat, rather than going to adopt them. They just bring, eventually, uh, it's kind of like um, you drug the cat, really, but then just put, then don't put the cat food out, put it behind the door or something. Then the cat will smell and be like, meow, meow. next thing you know, you got yourself a cat. Well, you don't need to be adopting a cat. But it comes from America, man. That's where all this fucking absolute 
nonsense comes from the doctrine council. Remember men used to go to war. Imagine fucking adopting cats man but anyway thanks for listening to the podcast um, I think half an hour is enough for me I know four, if I was to do this I don't know how I could do it for four and a half hours I'd have to start reading a book of just fucking I could read the bible maybe for two and a half hours to keep people on their toes but anyway thank you for listening if you are in London I'm doing a show in the Museum of Comedy uh, in February I keep saying it's the 12th I don't know what day it is I think it is the 12th actually no, it's not. It's the 10th. 10th of February, Museum of Comedy. Uh, Rory O'Hanlon, Instagram, Rory O'Hanlon Comedy. Rory O'Hanlon, you know what I mean, man. I'm on YouTube. I have loads of stuff on YouTube. Probably too much. And um, on YouTube. TikTok. I do um, breast feel- feeling on TikTok every day live. You can send me money. I just feel my breasts from the outside. But anyway, thank you for listening. Leave a review on whatever. SoundCloud. You don't think you... iTunes. Apparently, if people leave reviews, you become very popular. You can be as big as uh, as uh, fucking Joe Rogan. But anyway, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Hasta luego, señor.